Benvenuti su 5 Minutes Talk. It has been a long time since I last posted. Before I used to start my audio logs with, I'm a final year aerospace engineering student, but now I can finally say I'm not a final year student anymore. I have graduated this August and now I have a master's in aerospace engineering. Last month, I saw something very incredible and I didn't know what to do with it. So I instantly got on it. I saw a 15 pound return ticket to my hometown in Italy. So I was like, hell yes, I'm going to buy this ticket and go visit my relatives and family there. I went there, I stayed with my uncle in his flat because it's in the town center. It's easier for me to do shopping, meet friends and things and things like that. So I stayed with my uncle in the town center. Before coming back to the UK, I wanted to do a negative COVID test or I wanted to do a COVID test so that it would say that I'm negative and I could travel safely without any worries in my mind. The pharmacy where I could do it, it was below my uncle's house. So I went there, I wanted to do the COVID test. These people were so racist, premise, okay? Before, well, you already know, it's going to be a racist story where it made me, I wouldn't say it made me cry, but it made me reconsider my thoughts and beliefs about my country where I grew up. Growing up, I have to say, I had an excellent experience in the village that I left, lived because I grew up there. Everyone knew me, everyone knew my family, everyone was kind to me because we were kind to them. Because we were of brown skin, there were certain things that people or Italian of white skin that can permit them to do, we couldn't do. We had to work harder so that we were accepted in the community and not seen as a threat, especially after 9-11, because that's when I was a child, that's when... Um, my parents decided to have a family around that time. We had to behave in a manner to not come across uh, as a threat. And I would believe that uh, as a child, or even now, we've been able to uh, do it very successfully. People in our village loves us. We love them. And it was great. I have a fantastic childhood there. If it wasn't for that, I wouldn't be so much in love with this country. And I have to say, in Italy, racism is not everywhere, but it's also everywhere, depending on which type of people you encounter, like every country. It is predominant in the older generation. If you speak with someone around the age of 35 and below, they used to be grown up with us because we are the first generation of immigrant were the children of the first generation immigrants that came into the 80s and 90s and their children are now between the age of like 35 and zero so they are used to us being there they grew up with us we shared we shared many moments with them so it was it is great to speak someone below the age of 35 now i'm saying a rough number 35 it could be that or could be higher or could be lower if you speak to someone with higher age they always think that you're a brown piece of shit 
that doesn't really understand the language, doesn't want to put an effort, and so on and so forth. Not all of them, okay? Some of them do that. And this scenario, which I'm going to talk about, that I encountered is one of those that think of you like that, okay? Now, you have to, first of all, you couldn't go there without an appointment. So I went there and I asked, I would like to do a a, a COVID test. What's the procedure? And this man started st- straight away shouting at me, saying that, oh, you can't come here without an appointment, blah, blah, blah. I was like, okay, no problem. I didn't know that I couldn't take an, I had to take an appointment to come here. So can I book an appointment? And when can I come? So then uh, he said, oh, I don't do the appointment here. Blah, blah, blah. I was like, okay, no problem. Where can I get the appointment from? And he's like, yeah, why don't you know? We can do, you can only get it from the front office. Okay, no problem. I'll go into the front office. I went to the front of the pharmacy where there is the, like, the shop. Basically, this pharmacy has two entrances, the front entrance and the back entrance. At the back entrance, they do the COVID test. At the front entrance, they have the pharmacy and so on and so forth. So I went back to the front entrance and I asked kindly, can I book a COVID, a COVID test, please? And she was like, okay, no problem. That woman was really nice. So we're talking about the same pharmacy. That woman was kind of nice. Uh, she wanted to give me for the day later. I explained her that I came here for a visit. I'm going away tomorrow. I just came last night. Hence, I'm coming this morning to book an appointment. So she looks through her register register, and she's like, okay, there is a 6 p.m. Uh, booking for you. No problem. I came at 6 p.m. I did the thing. That guy was still rude and was like, how did you even manage to do it? It's like, man, I just went there politely ask if I can book an appointment or not. And then she, he's like, did you fill the form? Did you fill the form? You guys never fill the form. It's like, yes, I have filled the form. Don't worry. And then I went to the front to get my... So you do the test at the back and then you go at the front, you get your result. And if you are a tourist or if you don't have the... um secure like the social security number you have to pay uh, for the service because the medical service is free for any eu citizen although i'm a eu citizen i'm i'm not i'm no longer residents of italy and because i now live in uk in and uk is out of brexit i can't use uh, my uk social security number to get uh, free medication in europe or in eu Okay, so I had to go at the front and pay. I went there and now I met another annoying woman, okay? In the form, okay, it says name, surname, date of birth, address, document used for uh, for identity. Like, okay, document used for identity. I could put passport, I could put my resident card, I could put my driver's license, Okay, I'll write down, I'll use my passport. And I signed and everything. I went there, she's like, and she got so angry. Like, she talked to me like, I have no education. I have no understanding of anything. And she spoke down to me like I'm any other uh, brown person who 
who has no understanding of the country or anything. Now, the other thing that pains me a lot, they never get to understand that these we brown people that have come over from our brown land to Italy, we had to put a lot of things behind us and come here and start again, start fresh. And we're doing our best. Not always we come across that we know everything. And of course, we don't know anything. Or everything, I should say. And time to time, we struggle a lot. And that could slow down your day-to-day process. But be patient with us. In two, three generations, you will see. You won't have problem with brown people anymore. Because they will already have their grandchildren who has been there for two, three generations. So don't worry about it. Give us time. We'll get there. And she's, she was absolutely rude. She was talking down to me. And she was angry because I didn't write down my passport number. And I showed her the document and I asked her kindly. Okay, you are telling me to write it. I can write it. There is no problem. But you can't be angry at me if on your form doesn't say to write me the document number. Tell me, does it say here or not? And all this time, I was talking to her in a proper Italian, using proper grammar, and the Italian that would sound like in a news station. So standard Italian, okay? So that she understands that I have the capacity to understand Italian, speak Italian correctly and better than her, and better than whatever way she was talking, okay? She does that. And she gets even furious, it's like, oh, I can't do it without your social security number. I'm like, then how do you do it for tourists that come here? Are you telling me that no tourists can come here and do a negative test, like a COVID test? It's like, yeah, they can, they can do it with their passport. It's like, what document did I present to you in front of you? I have brought my passport, I wrote down the passport number as you shouted at me. What more do you need? And she's like, but you have to pay to me for this, this, this. It's like, no problem, I'll pay. What do you think? I'm a poor bastard. I have money to pay you. There is no problem. Whatever it is, I'll pay. I've put my heart, earned soul in this country to become a adult who has learned the processes, the language, the culture, the way of life so that I could not be a pain to you. But also because this is what this is my home at this point, because I grew up here, my parents live all their life here. Like as much as you think we're not from here, we are here. Even your government, or as I should say, my government, because it's the same as yours, recognizes me as Italian citizen. So I didn't want to curse, I didn't curse. Let's get let's get I I had this encounter and this encounter pissed me off so much. I I I just couldn't get off um off my head. I have a dream where I want to go back to Italy again and live my life there and be an engineer because I've been I, I've been trained as an engineer and I want to practice engineering in Italy. That's where I grew up. I still miss the mornings where I can just walk down the street and smell the fresh bakery, buy a delicious cornetto or uh, Italian, uh, what do you call? 
not brioche, um, Italian croissant, however you say it, and drink my macchiato. That's it. That's all I want, right? I I am reconsidering my choices, as my beautiful half said. <laughs> maybe I've just outgrown that place, which is very likely. Most of the people that live there are of the older generation. Probably I'll be a better fit if I move into a bigger city like Milano, Roma, Torino, Pad or even Padova that is down the motorway from uh, my village. Or Verona, places like this where there is a, a multicultural society where I'll be able to uh, fit in better, I presume. I was telling this uh, event or this story to my sister. <laughs> what she said is uh, was quite fascinating. She is scared to go back to Italy because she left Italy when she was, I think, 10, 11 years old. She was still a small child and she has a lot of beautiful, sweet memories of Italy. She believes that if she goes there, she can't handle the pain of this sort of racism. Um, and she doesn't want to ruin her mem memories of Italy. And then I, I also told her about other um, racist encounters that I had. You know, over the years, I grew numb to them. I grew to not put emphasis on them, to not um, give them a lot of thought of it. But it is really, really painful when you put your heart and soul in it uh, to to do your best so that you're not painful to anyone yet people will come and treat you badly i think i would um as the stoicism says there are certain things that i control i can control and certain things that i can't control what I could control is my behavior and what I couldn't control is her behavior as a reaction. From my point of view and from other customers' point of view, did I behave correctly? Yes. I didn't shout at her. I was calm. I used my calm voice to explain to her what happened and to not be angry at me because that's what it says in the form to just write what document I'll be using and not the document number. And yeah, because I can't control it, I shouldn't stress over it. Yet it is a pain and I just wanted to get it out of my chest. If you have encountered this sort of racism, Issues, I would like to hear your history too, not history, stories too. I know that I don't have a big audience at the present moment. Still, if you're a listener that you're tuning in for the first time and you want to share your um, story, feel free to share. I would love to read it and comment on it. Thank you very much for listening and I'll see you soon again. Cheers. Bye.